1: That plush, And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Two travelers
2: in the desert. One of them has an email in his inbox that gives him one. It's that shimmering in the heat, days? Is. is it a football theme park? I think it is. Hey, let's go check it out. What is this place? It's amazing. Is it football now? Yeah, it's football land. Definitely two words.
0: It's meeting three of football land. Shall I play another of the jingles? No, you've just played one, Mark. Let's ration them out a little bit. Yeah, I, I just really want to play another one. But, but they're on my laptop, Mark. You can't just keep leaning over me to play them. Your leg rubs against mine and it's weird. It's not your laptop, it's the company's laptop, isn't it? No, no, no. It's my laptop and it's your pen. Or is it the company's pen now? No. You want me to take your pen every five minutes? You want me no. to rub my leg against yours every time I borrow your pen? No, no, that
2: is definitely my pen. That is my pen. You cannot take my pen. I won't take your pen, Mark. Good. Right, I'm going to play a jingle then.
0: No, no, don't, no, get off me! You're rubbing your leg against mine. That's exactly what I'm trying to land.
2: avoid. Football land. Football land.
0: And a quick reminder of what our premise is, but I I imagine that we're pretty cemented now in what the premise is, but I will summarise it again. We've been given 1 billion US dollars due to a clerical error in order to build a football themed theme park in Qatar in time for the World Cup. And as we've agreed, the theme park is called Football Land, which is all one word. It's two words. Let's recap the rides we've voted in so far. The Leicester City Fairyland, The Tunnel of Donald or Wagner or Joachim Love, Jimmy Conrad's Conrad Biscan 3000, Steve Mechanical Bull, Marek Larwood's Football Hunger Games. You wanted to say something in the minutes, I've got 0.5 on the agenda. You've been sent a Football Land jingle from the public.
2: I've been sent a couple, actually. Um, I designed some jingles uh, last time, and the public were suitably inspired by my hour journeys, and they've offered the following. Let, let me play you the first one, which is from Angela Sims.
0: Is that is that finished?
2: Yeah, it's powerful, isn't
0: it? It came to quite an abrupt end. Is it a free trial and we've got to pay
2: for the rest? No, no, well, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's, that's it. I quite like the way it builds and builds and then just buggers off. It, it's exciting and you think, where's it gone? I want to chase this thing. I want to locate it and get on it, get in it. There's a lot
0: of reverb. Towards the end of that It sounds ominous, I like it But is that the right tone? Do we want people to feel a sense of foreboding As they enter the park?
2: Can you have ominously good? Because that's how I took that tone Okay, and you said there's a second jingle? Yes, they are called Bob and Giddy I'm assuming Giddy is short for Gideon Unless it's a very dizzy person But here's to this I think you're going to like this one Sean, tell them about football then Should do. Uh, I,
0: I I'm overwhelmed by that. I love it. It's uplifting. It's very father and son esque. Is that a thing? Because that's what I heard. I heard a father and a son going on a journey to football land and spending upwards of hundred and fifty US dollars yeah.
2: in the park. To me, there's all kinds of stories in that narrative. I mean, it plays out that you know. I imagine the the father wanted a daughter. They haven't got on for ages and. The thing that has brought them together is us doing this park. I think we've saved that particular family, and you can hear that in the jingle. And it's it's wonderful to think that we've done that.
0: Is there the suggestion of another baby on the way, or is the child talking to his father, and his father's actually got a relationship with a another woman uh, that is not his mother, and they've had a they've had a child outside of the marriage? Because the child wouldn't say fun for you and your baby. He would say fun for you and my brother, your your child are, or my sister. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't refer to your baby like that, especially not a child. It feels like something the disgruntled mother might call this out-of-wedlock sprog. Um, but but nonetheless, it's uplifting because, you know, obviously this boy wants this his stepbrother, or whatever you call it, to be part of the family or come to football land with him.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I had a slightly different reading. I thought in this modern age of technology and anything's possible, I thought the dad was pregnant, but your your reading is probably more correct. But either way, it's a beautiful thing. All
0: in favour of both of those jingles, say aye, aye. Aye. Well done, congratulations. Now, speaking of music, I've actually designed a piece of music to accompany Steve Mechanical Bull. Amazing. And I have the vision that this would be listened to in the queue to hype people up before they take on the Steve Bull himself. Um, I've got it right here. Would you like to listen?
2: Yes, please.
0: So this would play in the queue and it would kind of serve up the context of the ride. Get on me and stay on me for as long as you in well can. I'm mm-hmm. naked. There it
2: is. That's the the soundscape to accompany Steve Mechanical Bull. That's astonishing. I, I have one slight concern. I'm... I'm slightly worried it's a bit too sexy. What do you mean it's too sexy? It is quite sexy. I got fairly excited and then I remembered it was you. That excitement disappeared, but it's it's pretty sexy, mate. There's nothing
0: sexy about it. It's a 40 to 50 year old man. Either naked or not naked, we haven't really decided which, but he's... Well, I do actually say he's naked in the piece, but we can always cut that bit out if we choose to clothe him in full wolf's kit, depending on whether we got the endorsement from Wolverhampton Wanderers themselves and the Steve Bull brand. Yeah. But if he is naked, I'd like to remind you that the human form, and especially that of Steve Bull, is kind of an anti-sexiness, if anything. It's, it's just pure. Imagine... Classical Greek statues and sculptures—they've hmm. got very small penises for a reason. We could put a very small pair of genitals on on Steve Bull himself, and I don't think anyone is going to be remotely, remotely hot under the collar using this, right? And if
2: we're if we're worried that even even a small penis might be arousing, could could we maybe go the the Ken Barbie route and have smooth? undercrackers for, for the mechanical Steve Bull.
0: I wouldn't want to do that because I want to respect the the manhood of, of Steve Bull. And I feel that, I don't know, you don't want to make him a eunuch. No. You want to respect the animal animalistic nature of, of the Bullmeister. I know he's not endorsing this ride, but he won't endorse it if he's got no genitals. You know, if we say to him, look, Steve, we've crafted... A a, a muscle bound bull like body for you. Have a look at this. It's your f- it's it's lifelike. It's photorealistic. We've toned you up in the arms and the legs, especially the thighs, because if he's on all fours, as we've discussed, hmm. imagine that. Imagine the form as it goes over his thighs, up over his buttocks, and over that back where you have to sit. Can you just imagine
2: that? I am imagining it.
0: holding on to. If we add chest hair, because. I think you need to hang on to something to stay on this mechanical bull.
2: Not to reintroduce the element of sexiness because I think we've established this is Greco wrestling pure and simple. I'm now thinking we need to get tie-in with Steve Bull. So if he's not going to go for the smooth undercrackers I suspect he won't be that enamoured of tiny penis. Is there a version keeping it non-sexual where he's got a huge schlong? Would that Would that get him involved? As long as
0: it doesn't make the game easier. Because remember, if you hang on to Steve Bull for over 15 seconds, you automatically win a signed photo of Chris Iwilumo. Yeah. We'll only have a limited number of those posters or pictures to give away. If people are going to start hanging on to his genitals using them like some sort of lasso, or indeed a rope coming down from a helicopter in the Vietnam War, then that's going to make it easier. So I think respect his manhood, respect his genitals, but if anything, keep them realistic or 10% over. I've got here on the minutes that you've got an idea for a new ride.
2: Yeah, this is called, working title, Ferguson Mind Games. And because Sir Alex Ferguson is largely seen as a peripheral figure now, uh, you know, he's he's vintage. The, this kind of plays into the vintage fairground theme. Think... Have you seen the film Big? So in that, the Zoltar Speaks is like a fortune teller in the style of 1930s fairgrounds. So it's a big head in a glass case. So because money's no object for us, this is designed like that, but it's massive. It, it's, it's a wine-mottled Glaswegian head in a glass case, but it's so big... You can get inside it. Not only that, it's big enough for a hundred people to get inside it. So you're literally clambering around, having a whole lot of fun inside Alex
0: Ferguson's mind. And that is why it's called the Mind Game. So they're games to be played in the mind of Sir Alex Ferguson.
2: Yes. Now, just as he was a bit of a tinker and would mess with the psychological equilibrium of his opponents, so this ride guarantees to mess with your mind... So much so that you're permanently altered mentally when you exit it. It's so disorientating, I cannot stress this enough. It's throwing you about physically and emotionally. The head is spinning at all times, slowly, but it means you're never quite sure whether you're standing on the walls or the ceiling. Your orientation is permanently being taken away from you. There's a Glaswegian voice barking constantly from the loudspeakers. To some people, it's whispering nice things. It's like, hello, you... I can't do do the accent. Hello, you are my favourite. And then for others, it's not being nice at all. Like, who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? You know really quite unsettling stuff like that, and then a, th- a third group maybe don't hear anything at all, and they're wondering well, why isn't he dressing me at all. So, I'm imagining a giant
0: flight simulator mixed with a house of horrors.
2: Yeah, that's that's bang on, mate. Yes, and just you know, flight simulators they can they move a lot, don't they, on all kinds of hydraulic platforms. So, I think we can replicate the the fact that this giant head that you're inside is, is chewing gum permanently, you're being jerked around as the gum is chewed. One of the rooms, maybe there's different compartments, different cranial departments. One of these is filled with mirrors. You look in the mirror and you're taking on the appearance of, say, Arsene Wenger or or Kevin Keegan. You look at yourself and you suddenly you're Kevin Keegan. I want people to be throwing up. They're so disorientated. You look at yourself and you're suddenly Arsene Wenger and, and you vomit. I want people to hate the ride and love it at exactly the same time. It's the kind of thing that puts its arm round you and then chucks a shoe at your head.
0: Does it get hot in there? I can imagine Sir Alex Ferguson's head at the peak of his career was very hot and warm. Uncomfortable to be inside at the best of times. It's
2: hot, it's uncomfortable. The slightest noise, like uh, maybe we have a giant Mike Phelan pop a balloon next to this and the whole thing just goes into meltdown temporarily. Do you have the constant sense... And you can't
0: put your finger on how or why, but the constant sense that you have a disappointing son.
2: You feel like this whole ride is disappointed with you. It's pissed off with you and you've no idea why. And I think, you know, at the end it spits you out and you can buy a photo of yourself. And, and you know, the photo is a ghostly haunted look of half you and half Kevin Keegan. There's, there's a bit of Keegsy about you and so you probably vomit again. So we just have
0: to have a couple of janitors just making sure that they clear up between rides and also in the gift shop permanently and
2: I think we need to have one eye on health and safety so if anyone is too disturbed they can have it all erased by going into the Rafa Benita's fax tent which doesn't make much sense either but is a wholly more positive experience have you done any
0: um preliminary research on whether people are more likely to eat at concession stalls after they've been sick because to my mind the their stomachs are now empty. They're more likely to buy food and drink. Could we do another tie-in with a restaurant straight outside, or do people tend to wait about half an hour after they vomited?
2: Yes, you do want to eat because your stomach's empty, as you say, but I think it should be at a distance. Not not for the people exiting the Ferguson mind games, more for the people in the restaurant. If you're sat at a restaurant watching lots of people be very
1: and airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com host.
2: it might put you off your, your experience so we either shield the restaurant from the view of the exit to focus on mind games or, or we we have it at a different part of the park
0: could we sell them back their vomit in, in the form of a key ring?
2: Yeah, I think in a sort of Jurassic Park, uh, you'll vomit in a, a chunk of amber.
0: Mark, it's an absolute winner in my eyes. It's a five-star ride, and I can't wait to see it in the park. Great, Let's have a vote on it. All in favour of Sir Alex Ferguson's mind games, say aye after three. One, two, three.
2: Aye. aye. Brilliant.
0: Congratulations, Mark. It's Thanks, a fantastic
2: mate. one. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay, Mark, we've got a special guest now who wants to pitch a ride. Fantastic.
2: Is it the comedy actor Nim Odedra, who is currently a presenter on Saturdays for Asian Network? Yes, it
0: is. Why are you looking at my laptop? it's,
2: It's just there. It's not a secret, is it?
0: No, but it's ruined the introduction and you're breathing all over me and you've fogged up the screen, so I can't see any other details. Well, she's on the line now, so let's just forget the introduction. Here she is. Nim, are you there? I am. Hello, Nim. It's a big opportunity for you to... To pitch a ride in what is going to be the biggest theme park in the world?
3: Oh gosh, I know. I've been literally. I've. This is a dream, isn't it? Trying to be, have your own ride, and especially the theme that you guys are going for. I'm so excited to. I hope you like my ideas. So have you
0: designed any rides before?
3: This is my first time, but I've had. I've, you know, I've thought about it a lot, but this is the first time that I'm, I know it's going to be a good one, and it's just something that a lot of places, a lot of theme parks need. It's practicality. As well as um, educational, and it's such a good it's such a good idea. So I'm, I really really hope you guys enjoy it.
0: Okay, well Nim, uh, before we begin, I'm just going to ask you to verbally sign a waiver. You, Nimadedra are handing over full ownership of your ride idea to Anthony and Mark and its permanent place in football land and you are swearing on a copy of Shoot magazine from nineteen ninety nine. Just to prove you have a copy, which footballer is on the front cover?
3: Rory DeLap.
0: Thank you, that's perfect. Are you um a big fan of the DeLap or is that just the copy you've got there?
3: Oh it's just the copy I've got here. I thought the cover was just absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And that hair Mm. Stunning. Mm. Well, he needed that hair to
0: do the throw-ins. Anyway, let's carry on. Uh, Let's go ahead with your idea. You've got an idea that's practical and educational, and they're two things we're really looking for.
3: Yes, that's right. But obviously, don't forget thrilling. Thrilling is one of the the incredible parts about this uh, ride. So I was going to go for a monorail, but instead of the monorail, it is called Betrayal, like... Rail. Betrayal. Uh. It's a monorail that you have to get on because obviously from the car park to the theme park, there's so much distance and it's such a... Obviously, I'm imagining football land is going to be huge. So the idea is that you need to get on this to take you to the actual rest of the attractions. So this is the first impact that the, you will have on all the customers um, that are coming to the park. So it, was be, it will be a train, a monorail-type train that will give you um, a tour of what, is, what you've got coming up to see. So on the left, you might see like Giggs's Gardens where you can sleep with the brother and sister-in-laws. You know, it's it's, it's real. It's, you'll be wearing VR goggles and, you know, you can see the park for the darker side of football. But also, you can live those things if you want. So if you wanted to sleep with your brother and sister-in-law in your VR, VR goggles, you'll be able to do that because it's accepted And it's all right. And it's not just betrayals, it's crimes as well.
0: Is it a virtual brother and sister-in-law that you would be sleeping with in Giggs's gardens or have you got buy-in from the actual family member themselves?
3: Well, see, this is the thing. So we will have the VR goggles um, synced into your phone. So all the photos in there... So if you've got photos of your brother and sister-in-laws that you thought were quite fit, they will come into the um, VR goggles and there'll be a simulation and you'll be able to actually... Like, bang your sister-in-law if you wanted.
2: Does that mean there'll be people on the monorail with VR goggles on kind of getting jiggy with well, it? Well,
3: that's the thing, yeah. I mean, but luckily, you won't be able to see them and they won't be able to see you, so it's all right. It's So you could be sat next to your wife.
2: What if someone takes their VR goggles off?
3: Right, okay. We. I think that's something we should actually think about then. I mean, would you guys i mean this is open for discussion if you guys wanted to maybe add some sort of handcuffs in there so people couldn't interfere with each other or cable ties because that's cheaper i think actually you can get like a a pack of 100 uh for a pound i I got some the other day from poundland so you get
0: cable ties in poundland
3: Yeah, I didn't know, but they are green, which is a bit annoying, but it's good for outdoors, you know, if you wanted to cable tie your plants to something.
2: The design of the VR view, as you said, Giggs' garden, I just imagined an astroturf made of his chest hair. Is that something you'd be up for? You
3: know what, that's that's something really, really interesting because he was from, you know, that time was good to have chest hair. It was like a proper, yeah. like, so I think, yeah, I think it's something to be celebrated, isn't it? Just get his chest hair out, an astroturf of it. Yeah, that would be a good little feature to add. And then people could, like, just stroke it or, you know, different While parts. they're
2: banging their sister-in-law While they're
3: banging their sister-in-law. You, don't even, you never know, because your wife, if she sat next to you, could be, like, and banging your brother, her brother-in-law. So you just never know.
0: Is it optional? Because I'm just thinking for families, some people might or some people might have very unattractive brother or sister-in-laws. Oh of course. Just for those people. You don't have to visit Giggs' Gardens, it's just there on the left. What other places are there on the tour that you could you might want to do more of if you're not that way inclined
3: okay yeah well um there's like you could say like further down past the car park maybe as you're entering the park um i've seen uh they could be um like you know when it sort of the monorail goes really high and then you Mm. can see the park all below you um i imagine like a massive valley called like fuck paying that valley and where everyone could just avoid paying their taxes. Oh,
2: that's good, yes. Yes. It's very football. You you said when you first started pitching this that this is people's first experience of the park. Mm. I'm interested into why you've gone for betrayal and darkness and all the underbelly of football. Is, Is this the right way to introduce people to the park?
3: I think it's a it's a true way of showing like a good like the deep and the depths of actually being a footballer, and I think that's all what we secretly think. You're like, oh, as much as the money's great, you know, and their their bodies are amazing because they're so fit. We always think, God, it'd be so good to be a footballer. How come they can bang their sister in laws? How come they can get away with paying their taxes, not paying their taxes, and things like that? You know, they're the things that we, on a regular basis forget that we envy about footballers so this is the 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 side that kind of gets you a bit excited because you're being a bit being a bit naughty and then you go into the fall park and see the fun side of like you know all the other rides that i've I've, i know you guys have got going on
0: could we stick in a duty-free shop in that valley so that people are actually experiencing the joy of not paying taxes
3: that is such a good idea. It's like, maybe we could put in... I was thinking about this, actually, um, in the duty of section, all the things that their taxes should have been paying for. Yeah. So you, they could be, um, they could be like, some nice ventilators in there. There could be um, some extra policemen just stood there. Just
0: a couple of nurses as well at, at the entrance looking sad.
3: Yeah, exactly, thinking, oh, I wish I had a job. But they, they don't because... The, the the footballers didn't pay some of their taxes so i think that would be really good to show all the things that you could have had you know like when prices right like this is what you could have won
2: i'm already looking forward to writing the the uh, uh, the soundtrack the, the the musical landscape of this ride uh, i'm imagining it as you you said uh like a quiz show This is what you could have won And really cheesy bouncy 80s music And this is what you could have had If you paid your taxes You could have had a functioning health service And whoa But but you didn't So that gets I mean maybe we Because it's all VR We show the National Health Service And then we just I Just burn it And the joy
0: of it is The penalty for not paying your taxes If you're a footballer Especially in Spain Is you get a suspended sentence That never actually happens So you could get a ticket saying, oh, you're going to jail, but you never do. And that's a lovely bit of memorabilia to take away from the park before you get into the ticket booth.
3: That's really, really good. I mean, it's nothing like Monopoly, because when you hit jail in Monopoly, you actually have to do your time, don't you? You have to wait till everyone goes
2: round. Or you've got a get-out-of-jail-free card, which essentially footballers have a permanent get-out-of-jail-free.
3: They do, yeah, they do. So I think, yeah, maybe we could sell, like, get-out-of-jail-free cards. In, in this duty-free shop. I think that'd be really the authentic experience. I thought of a few other things, like, uh, along the way, along the monorail. So, like, I imagined, um, like, a massive, long, long piece of glass. Um, and it, that could be um, the endless transfer window where you can just ignore all the rules and buy as many players as you want. Because some people actually listen to the rules and then they end up at the bottom of the league. And other times people, you know, just keep going and buy as many as they want, and sometimes they just win the league. Yeah. Quite often, yeah.
2: The stereotypical view of the Middle East is big, tall glass buildings. So I love the fact that we could... One of the selling points for the park could be the transfer endless transfer window building is the tallest building in the world. It just happens to be in our park.
0: Is it just a long pane of glass that stretches ever upwards? If the sun... Shines behind that. There is the risk that it could be magnified and burn people in the in the, in the in the park.
3: That's true, but maybe that's where we put the the hospital, and it could be part of the duty free section where it's burning. You know, like where we were going to blow it up. So it's like two birds and one stone. So the savings you'd make on that ride, you could probably put you know because that's two things you're getting for one there. um And the good thing is, maybe we could put the hospital burning thing on wheels. So when that's burnt up, you can just put burn something else.
2: I mean, it could it could be a, a, me, a kind of carousel of like a, a functioning health service, uh, a decent welfare system, all the things that tax buys you. It's on a carousel, and it just so happens to be aligned with the endless transfer window, so that that carousel is like it's like a roasting spit. It's permanently on fire.
0: It's perfect in that you look at everything on fire and you think to yourself, morally, that's quite questionable but then you look directly behind you and you see the biggest piece of glass you've ever seen and you can't help but be wowed and uplifted by it and you kind of forget about the burning behind you.
3: Yeah, I mean I imagine it to be like a Jack and the Bean sort, sort of piece of glass that you know when it sort of disappears into the clouds. It's never really cloudy though, though is it there? That's the only thing.
2: It's like a, uh, an installation piece of art or, or that in situ theatre like we are setting fire to our guests to show them this is how free footballers are they don't pay taxes which means you have to go on fire i think it's very powerful
3: so i think there's so many different types of scandals and crimes we could add you know it's endless so this monorail i mean it could be attraction 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 all the way around yeah
2: again just playing devil's advocate i don't i don't want to block anything but uh are we keeping enough of an eye on the family element? So you're going into a park, some of it's on fire, some people are being seriously injured, there's a hump fest going on before you've even got out of the car park. But that's virtual reality, Mark. OK, no, you've answered my question. I can imagine people that aren't interested in football really wanting to come just so they can bang their sister-in-law or brother-in-law. I, th- I think... What, that's a really good point. What you've done is open up the market for for people that, that wouldn't go anywhere near anything related to football and just live out their wildest fantasies. I, th- I think this is very strong.
0: And that's exactly what we want to get across with the park. Football is such a universal sport, we forget there are many people who aren't interested in it at all, but we still want their money.
2: We could go into the OAP home and where you can be Wayne Rooney and just f- go balls balls deep in as many grannies as you want.
0: So all in favour of the betrayal the monorail that goes around the park which is absolutely vital for infrastructure and for transportation say i after three. One, two, three. i that's unanimous that's a hundred percent congratulations nim you must feel oh, very well relieved. done
3: i i'm so excited this is a dream come true everyone's always wanted their own ride and i've i finally achieved that so thank you so much for letting me achieve one of my biggest dreams
0: so, that was Nima Dedra. I can't tell you how important it is to get transportation from the car park to the ticket office.
2: Yeah, it's, it's also good that she has family foremost in mind. Um, I am a little concerned that the train has so much dark-natured stuff on it, which might be a bit off-putting for some, but, you know, frankly, if you don't like it, you can always walk. Bye!
1: Right, what's for lunch?
2: Football land! I love it! I, I, I actually do.